Welcome to Sheikhing It Up with Sheikh Fayaz, your daily dose of spirituality this Ramadan. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Muhammadin wa alihi at-tahirin. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa alihi وامنعني من السرف وحسن رزقي من التلف ووفر ملكتي بالبركة فيه وعسبي سبيل الهداية للبر فيما أنفق من اللهم صل على محمد وآله واكفني مؤونة الاكتساب وارزقني من غير احتساب فلا أشتغل عن إبادتك بالطلب a common theme throughout Dua Makaram al-Akhlaq of Imam Ali Zain al-Abideen salam, and undoubtedly that which is consistently spoken about and discussed within the holy month of Ramadan is the importance of abstaining from attaching toward this transient world, this dunya. We live in this corporeal existence filled with all of the distractions of this world. And the idea is such that we utilize this month of Ramadan as a springboard to weave out of it, such that we're able to see that which is the bigger picture, the Akhara, God, contentment. But nonetheless, we still live in this world. And it's important for us to find a sense of balance between negotiating our tasks and our responsibilities in this world with the next world. It's not such that we are commanded to abandon this world in its entirety and all of its pleasures. No. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us that He has adorned certain things for us in this world. That of our wealth, that of our families, that of our children, that of our possessions. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. And there's absolutely nothing wrong in working for them consistently. The idea is, again, such that this world does not lead to a sense whereby we become so attached, so consumed with it, that we forget that it's just the means to the end and rather not the end in and of itself. So through fasting and through prayers, through dua, through supplication, through hajj and ziyarah to the Prophet and to his immaculate family, all of those experiences are meant to allow for us to hit the reset button, for us to reawaken the heart toward that which is important. Because we live in a world whereby, again, we are bombarded by physical images, by scrolling through our phones, by walking in the streets, by going to restaurants. None of these things which are wrong, but we are being bombarded by images telling us to only serve the self without any care or without any attention to anyone or everyone else. Or undoubtedly, without any care or any attention toward feeding the spiritual heart. Now again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking for yourself. In fact, we are told to recite this dua within the whole Qur'an, رَبَّنَا أَعْتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَا Oh Allah, give me the best of this world and give me the best of the next. One day, when a group of individuals came to the Prophet of God, and the Messenger of God had heard that one of them was fasting during the day and praying 
in the entirety of the nights and leaving his family from the need that they required from him. He was never taking them out to go out to go out for brunch, for instance, in our language. He wouldn't spend time with his wife at night, but rather he only wanted to stand and bow and prostrate in front of the Lord of the Worlds. In which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us within the whole Qur'an that that is not our responsibility. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even condemns this man in front of his face, telling him that this behavior of yours is not even the way that I engage with those around me. Again, there has to be a sense of balance. But nonetheless, the potential to slip and to fall and to get consumed by all of these distractions, well, it's really difficult and it's challenging. And that's why we shield ourselves via the prayer, via the fast of the holy month of Ramadan, via other acts of worship and obedience and charity and so on and so forth. And in these next lines of Imam Ali Zain al-Abideen alayhi salam, he's asking for exactly this. He's saying, Oh Allah, I know that I have to live in this world and I know that it's a requirement for me to provide and to make money and for me to do whatever it is that I have to do in terms of my chores, in terms of my responsibilities, in terms of my obligations. But at the end of the day, do not allow for that to be a hindrance with regards to the big picture items, and that is seeking your pleasure, increasing in proximity to you. He states, alayhi salatu wassalam, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala. Once again, O oh Allah, bless Muhammad and his family. وَمْنَعْنِي مِنَ saraf, O oh Allah, and make sure that you do not allow for me to fall into the trap of waste. During the month of Ramadan, though we are required to eat so little, and we are creating an environment whereby we are abstaining from food and drink, if you go to so many mosques or Islamic centers, there's a lot of waste, even within our own homes. Make sure that you put on your plate only what you can eat. And what you can eat, you save it for another day or you give it to someone else. Because wasting, again, is something that we are, we are obligated, number one, to step away from. But also recognizing the need that there is for those morsels of food that many a times we're throwing away. وَحَسِّنْ رِسْقِي مِنَ التَّلَفِ and O oh Allah, and protect my wealth and my provisions against any sort of ruin. There are some gifts that you have given us, O oh Allah, but in order for it to increase in its bounty and blessing, I need you to protect it, and I need you to care for it in the same way that you care for me, such that I don't lose it. Because if I lose it, then at the end of the day, I'm going to be too consumed with that, and I'm not going to be consumed with that which is my responsibility, and that is to find you in the midst of all of the distractions of this world. And oh Allah, increase me in my possessions. Again, nothing wrong with asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us with everything that is good in this dunya. But oh Allah, do that by your barakah and allow for you to sprinkle in that extra bounty and that favor on it again so I see it as a gift. And I'm in a station of gratitude and of gratefulness to you for that which you have given me, O oh Allah. Because it's really easy for us to lose sight of the fact that everything that we have been given is out of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's bounty 
and his favor upon us. O Allah, and place me on the path of guidance through piety in that which I spend. Meaning that, O Allah, make me guide conscious even in the moments when I'm spending on my own possessions. It's easy to go out and spend lavishly. It's easy to go out and be irresponsible with our giving. At the end of the day, it's important for us to buy what we need and live in a sense of moderation by means of what it is that we have. Obviously, someone who has a $50,000 salary is going to spend very differently than someone who has a $250,000 salary. That's normal. That's okay. That's fine for you to spend in accordance with the measure that you have. But also give then with the same measure that you have the potential and capacity to give. We're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us God conscious such that I don't spend on things that I don't need and I don't spend on things to show off to others, but rather I spend on things that are going to bring me from point A to point B, that which was going to fulfill my responsibilities to me and to my family and so on and so forth. In addition to the Imam, alayhi salatu wasalam, he continues and he states, وَأَسَبِّي سَبِيلَ الْحِدَايَةِ لِلْبِرِّ فِيمَا أُنْفِقُ مِنْ Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala. Once again, sending salutations and blessings upon the Prophet and his family. Wakfini ma'unat al iktisab. Warzukni min ghayr ihtisab. Fala ashtagila an ibadatika bit talab. Wala ahtamila isratabi'at al maksab. These beautiful lines of the Imam alayhi salam. He states, O oh Allah, wakfini ma'unat al iktisab. And spare me the burden of earning. Don't make me think about money all the time. Oh Allah, and in addition to that, don't allow for my mind every day when I wake up in the morning for me to have the incessant need to look at my bank account because I'm not sure if I have enough money to take care of myself, to pay my bills, to care for my family, so on and so forth. Don't burden me with poverty, oh Allah. وَرْزُقْنِي مِنْ غَيْرَ and O oh Allah, and offer me, and grant me, and bless me with more and more and more in ways that I could have never otherwise imagined. وَلَا أَحْتَمِلَ إِسْرَةَ الْمَكْسَبِ And O oh Allah, in the same way that you give me, and in the same way that you bless me, and in the same way that you consistently provide for me, do not allow for me to carry the burden of that which is my provision such that it leads me toward distray from you, O Allah. The famous example is that man who came to the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa and he states, O Rasulullah, I want you to ask God such that I become wealthy. And this man didn't have so many means. And he was amongst those who were the closest to the Prophet, he would spend every prayer in the mosque of Medina standing behind the Messenger of God. So the Prophet, he tells him, he says, My brother, it's not good for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided for you sufficiently. So he consistently asks and asks and asks and asks. And he says, Don't worry, O Messenger of God, it's not going to change who I am. Only weeks and months later, this man 
had started to accumulate and he started to make more and he started to do really well. And from the daily prayer that he would stand behind the messenger of God, he would only see him on Jum'ah. And thereafter that, it was even much more rare than that. And when the Prophet ﷺ told him via some of his companions to go and bring him his payment of tax, zakat, and khums, and so on and so forth, he responded toward the companions who were sent by the Messenger of God by saying, this is the money that I earned, and there is no way that I'm going to give it back to Muhammad. In other words, sometimes when asking for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something like that of an increase in our wealth or in our provision, it could lead to our long-term detriment. And it's so vital and careful for us to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that that doesn't take place. فَلَا أَشْتَغِلَا أَنْ إِبَادَتِكَ بِالطَّيَبْ أَوْ Allah, And do not distract me from your worship through consistently seeking for more and more and more. And it goes back to the same exact point. That this consumption and this world, which is filled with all of its various distractions, has the potential to sway us far away from Allah Azza wa Jal. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on these blessed nights of the month of Ramadan to provide us and to increase us in our wealth and in our property and in our provisions in all of their manifestations. And to bless us with all of the goodness in dunya, but in a way that it does not lead to a trial in the akhirah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahum ala muhammadin wa ala al-tahreen. For more spiritual content year-round, follow Fayaz Jaffer on social media.